back. Jesus. Yeah, welcome back to the podcast, guys. Welcome back to High Key. Um, here we have our High Key mugs um, that we post on the gram so y'all can see. We are not selling them, they're for anchors only. Anchors. Anchors. <laughs> I'm holding this shit down. Don't tell me I'm not. <laughs> So, last week, we talked a little bit about spring break, and basically tips, it's kind of spring break week now for the most part, I think, for a lot of schools, maybe next week after this, Um, but yeah, check it out, and let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. We run into some interesting characters, prostitutes, public masturbators, not the same people. But the same level of danger was there. Yeah, I guess. and there was a homeless man. I don't. Do we talk about the homeless man who insulted us? Fast. I feel like we we touched on it. Okay. But I feel like we touched on it on another episode, the okay. episode before, when we were kind of talking about racist people. But maybe so. I feel like bringing. It, I feel like we did bring it up. But yeah. But not on the. But that happened during spring break. Yes. When we were asked to twerk, requested by a fragrant, just white man. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so this week, I don't know, it's been up and down. A lot has gone on. Yeah. There's uh, one consistent. Yeah, he's been relevant since the beginning of our podcast. I don't know why, it was just kind of like, I mean, good thing he's coming to justice, but unfortunately we have to talk about him every week because he keeps doing the most outrageous (laughs) stunts. Uh, yeah, so Crelly is uh, back in the news, as usual. He is acting up uh, with uh, Gail, Oprah's Gail. Um, she, I don't know, probably the most iconic picture of the year so far, I would say. Like, that she was iconic. When I saw that, I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Um, Gail's sitting there, head held, hi- head held high. Wig in place, looking good, not even phased, unbothered, just yeah, typical, you know. <clears throat> and R. Kelly's making a scene. Uh, he he got up so quickly, you can tell because like the the camera and all the whites are still like in the shot. Yeah, like they couldn't even get a good angle Abrupt. of this shit. Like it was so whoa. Like he was riled up. He almost it was it was like he was waiting for the bait in my eyes. I feel like he had this whole plot of how he was gonna act on this interview, of course. He was making sure camera was on him, he was making sure he was talking directly into the camera the whole time. Everything he said was very like just honestly just covered up. He was very he was just prepared, basically. And it just seemed like the questions where he was not prepared, that's why he was so riled up. He jumped up, and then he had, like, an emo- emotional, what was it called? Um, it's, like, crisis counselor. That's who came and, like, had to, like, calm him down. Oh, when my God. Yeah, riled up. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. But he says um, the only thing that, what, I don't know if he calls himself a victim, but... He basically said he has a big heart, and that's the only crime he committed. Is... Uh, no. <laughs> and like, 
like, it was the most ridiculous thing. I was almost like, this guy has to be a sociopath. Like, mm-hmm. he has to, like, there's something wrong. There's, like, there has to be. He has, like, an answer for everything, and it's, it was it's disturbing. I love all women. What? Oh. He's an only man who loves all uh, women. I love all women. All oh, women. Me. Notice he the said women. all, not the ones over age. No, there was a, a clip where he made sure to say that his girlfriends now, he was like, well, yeah, they're legal, so that's all that matters is that they're legal. Like, he kept repeating the fact and highlighting the fact that these girls are legal. And I'm like, these are probably the first batch that are legal, R. Kelly. Yeah. That's yeah. why. Getting careful. And they're, they're, they're barely there. Barely legal. Barely legal. Just barely there. One girl, you've known since before she was legal. Like, she was 17, I think. Mm-hmm. His first girl was the other one. I don't know her name. Like, the one that was talking the most. But it's true. What is it, Jasmine Savage? No, yeah, that was, a, that was the other one. She didn't really say much. As, as, as Zeriel something. Okay, yeah, that one with the... Azriel. Azriel, I think that's it. Okay, there we go. Yeah, I, mm, they just seemed a bit, bit, I don't know, brainwashed, just... A little scripted. He was in the room apparently. Yeah. When they were in there, so he definitely I, told them what to say and like what questions to avoid. And they got kind of like emotional, kind of like him, in just the weirdest ways. Distraught. I was just like, y'all are really pressed. Like, if y'all aren't doing something wrong, why are y'all acting like y'all doing something wrong? The thing is, what made me laugh is like the girl. She was like basically. Gail's like, what do y'all do together? And then one girl was like, well, you know, we go to the movies together. We go to the amusement park. I was fucking dying. I was like, bitch, that sounds like a lie. Like, that just sounds like a lie. You tell your parents, like, what, what are you about to do today? You're like, oh, we're about to go to the... Y'all don't go to the amusement park. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> uh, I was like, okay. <laughs> girl. Oh, my God. That's so true, though. Like, honestly, like, mm-mm. No. no. Right, first of all, Kelly is fifty something years old. He why is he taking why why is he taking y'all to the amusement park? No, he's because he's to not bait younger. Like if y'all are going to the amusement park, it's no. It's not. Oh, it's not the doing most impure intentions. Yeah. Ugh, that's so gross. So um, I'm not here for that at all. That's what R. Kelly's up to. Um. So is he? He's back in jail. Right? No, he's out of jail now. Again. Um. He posted. So he basically when he went back to jail is because he didn't pay. He didn't like had bad pay for child support, mm-hmm. and he paid that. So they released him from jail. So he's out now. And there was this video of yeah. He like spoke and he was like, "Thanks for people supporting me." Blah blah blah. Um. Yeah. He just very arrogant about this whole situation <laughs> yeah he's he's uh he's doing the worst possible right now not to mention that his ex-lawyer the one who's like apparently um he has cancer he made a statement saying that r kelly is guilty basically he was like r kelly's guilty as hell <laughs> basically on his dying bed this <laughs> Damn. You know, it's just kind of like blatant. He said, I'm going to repent my sins. It's just, God, so apparent. And, <clears throat> yeah. It's just sad. Yeah, he's going to keep getting out of jail, of course, until they nail him with, like, something further. But, true. I don't know why it's so hard. 
I really don't know. Right? Oh my god. Mm. I can't wait. Oh my god. I'm tired of him. I really am. Like, this is this is a sick saga. I didn't think it was gonna last this long. No. <clears throat> no. I honestly thought like a week will be done, close case. But for some reason, <laughs> it's been months. Right? Justice is slow as shit. But um, another documentary that's kind of trying to spark up controversy. I don't know. I, I'm very interested to see what you think about this. The the Leaving Neverland series. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Hmm. I don't really know because I, I didn't watch them. Yeah. But <laughs> I've, you know, I've heard the stories about Michael Jackson before. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... The stories I've heard, they're very vague, and for the stories I've heard, I feel like they, I don't know. I know some were proven not to be true, but there's always still, like, someone saying, like, this did happen, and I, what are these about? Like, what is this? Is this about him and, like, him having, like, ch- children and... Ch- yeah, and, having like, children, like, in his bed and, and stuff. Okay. And, oh. Mm. Yeah, basically, ugh. I feel like maybe he had an inappropriate relationship with children. I feel like maybe, you know, like, I I feel like, again, Michael Jackson, I feel like there was something wrong there, obviously, with the way he grew up, being abused by his dad and all that. I just feel like maybe, I I don't know, but, are there, like, people speaking out? Are these, like... I don't know, apparently Oprah's supposed to be a part of one of the episodes. Yeah, I heard of that, too. Oprah's, wow. Mm -hmm. But... I'm really, I don't know, just because it was, like, the argument that a lot of people are having that I'm seeing is that because he was found not guilty Mm -hmm. of these acts, they kind of think, like, oh, well, maybe he's been absolved of it, and, like, you know, he went to court for this, and part of of me wants to be like, well, yeah, like, the justice system, yeah, like, he, he did his due diligence or whatever, but, like, nah, like, he was the biggest pop star in the world, when this happened, the absolute, the king of pop. That's true. The, his influence was crazy. <clears throat> that's they, that's why they let him walk around and, like, get away with, like, not one, not two, but three allegations. Three? I don't know. I just found the story kind of interesting. Yeah. Because, like, uh, there's just a lot of, like, really weird, like, encounters and, like, things that they said that he had, like, large cardboard cutout of Peter Pan in his bedroom and he would like look at it and like you know you know do they it's like disgusting you know like yeah and then like some of the kids said that like he would introduce him to porn like give him alcohol and shit and like it was they would like one of the kids basically told him like Okay, just in case anything were to happen, let's run a drill, like if it, like to not get caught, and, like have like put your clothes on all quick, and like act like nothing happened, and like the kid was like it happened like every day, but yeah, and it was like as if you're like dating him and stuff. It was just like oh, it was just like really sick. Like there is some, there is some wow. even like very graphic things that they would talk about like them doing and stuff, and like. Apparently he staged like a mock wedding and all this and like oh like 
they just they, just like really creepy shit. Like it gets just so detailed, like so disgusting. Um, yeah, it was just uh, very uncomfortable. I the like things I'm... that they recounted, and like it's very unusual because the fathers of these kids basically two two out of the three killed themselves, like after the trials. So yeah, so what the heck? That's crazy. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out which one's father it was, though. Because one, like, hung themselves. And what was this called? Like, what was this documentary? Weaving Neverland. But, like, it's just so... It, that's a thing. That's a thing. That's what kind of gives it validity to me, is, like... Knowing that these mm-hmm. parents yeah. went through, like, what was clearly, like, haunting them. Which, like, whether whether it happened or not, honestly, like, if I heard these stories from my child, mm-hmm. it would probably haunt me just the same. You know, like, especially if I felt like I did something to, you know, like, these are kids who wanted to be stars. Like, they were, like, you know, in the making, like, probably pageant kids, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they had stage parents. And, like, so that ha- probably has a lot to do with, like, why they felt... So so guilty, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's a thing. God, oh, so creepy. Like the kids, like, they met on like like sets for like his old Pepsi commercial and stuff like that. Like that's so creepy. And then he would just like take him back to his house. Yeah, because he would like get in good with the parents. Because like, why wouldn't you? You'd be like, oh, oh he's gonna make so my kid weird. a star. Oh, so yeah. Mm. Yeah, like no, it's. And it happened over, like, years. Like, he would like, meet them. He met them, like, three years before he ever even, like, took them to his home and shit. Like, it was, like, a long-term shit. Like, it's just, like, really, really creepy. Yeah, and it took so long. I don't know. It's just so... I don't know. People are really divided, but people also are really into, like, making sure somebody keeps their legacy, which I, I get, makes sense, you want to like, you know, keep it alive, but like, come on, yeah. this shit stinks, like, it yeah, if it's, if it's that, those details, that just, that's very blatantly, like, wrong, like, that's, that's weird, mm. Right? It's just too much. And he was so famous at the time, so of course people would cover up and say whatever, kind of, what they need to say. He had so much money, like, why? And that was back then when, like, things like that really just slipped. And people just turned a blind eye to, unfortunately. Right? That's the thing. Like, okay, so, like, the first father, um, Evan Chandler, the father of Jordan, shot himself dead in 2009 four months after michael jackson died which is like so fucking creepy and then like dennis robson the father of wade hung himself in 2002 and like on top of that he did it suffer from um a mental disability but like still that's just beyond but at the same time like the same father that, like, hung himself was mm. the same father who, like, never believed that his son was molested. 
Oh. Yeah, exactly. And he was, uh, he was an entertainer. So, yeah. So, did he believe, like, afterwards, or he just never, like, after... Um, I think the kid just did himself, or the kid, or I guess the wife as well, but he just... Hmm. Oh, that's, yeah. No, that's yeah. weird. That's really weird, actually. Hmm. I'm gonna have to watch it. Like, right, that's the thing. I'm like, I have to watch it. That's just, that's a lot. It's heavy. It's really unfortunate, but it is. It really is. Oof. Okay, these pictures. Michael Jackson's so. Oof. 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 I remember we had that book. It was this book called like Jacko, and it had like, ugh, like all of the articles about it. And I, I never read it all the way through because it was a big ass book, like about the trials. It was, it was thick. Mm-hmm. And it's just so creepy because it's like all these like pictures of like Michael Jackson to form his like creepy deformed white face yeah so you know what a time though like honestly it was such a time like even when it was happening like people didn't really care honestly yeah i remember people talking about it but it wasn't like a oh he's guilty and we're gonna stop listening to his music and it's like didn't he hang his child off of a balcony yeah okay. wink it yeah, so he's he's had problems. And, like, let's be honest, like, are those his children? I mean, I know we're getting into it. I know some people not speak ill of the dead, but, like, let's just talk about it. We're all here to talk about it. Oh. Are those your kids? Like, I'm so sorry. Like, if you... Vitiligo doesn't work that way. Oh, my God. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It doesn't it work really that doesn't. way. You those can't, like... be black kids. Yeah, they would be, at most, mulatto. <laughs> Those are whose children are those, Michael? <laughs> and it's like you know everyone knows. Which is what? They don't look like they cousins. Not no. even a little bit. Not even they mix cousins. Oh my goodness! It doesn't make. I wonder sense. where he like who who's letting him like. That it's just such a big why. It's just yeah. such a big fucking why. Not a kink in their hair. The skin I could wake up. Not a kink. And in, in, not even a wave. It's whose kids are they? Who? I I don't know. There's just something really inappropriate about it. It's just it's and it's not about a single father wanting to have children or a black man wanting to adopt. It's the fact that he's lying about it. and may, It's just uncomfortable. If you adopted these children, just let us know. Because we're all confused. And honestly, I think it's not spreading the right impression of Vitiligo. I'm just saying it's, it's, not. it's really not. Like, it's almost as if he, he turned into a white man, and that's not what the... Well, you, there's white children. That you you don't turn into a white person. You just lose the pigment, but you're still... Black. Yeah. Your children would be black. Your children would be of African American descent. Fifty percent if you were the father. Yes. Fifty percent African American descent. It's just interesting. It's just all very interesting. And they they might be his kids. There is that point. 
point and the only way my okay this what is the only thing that would make me think those are his kids he would have to have had them with a black woman that okay do you remember that thing that went around on tumblr and i don't know if it's true <laughs> but basically <laughs> that black, black women can like produce any like type of person and i kind of believe that's true just because like have okay. you ever seen like those like like, we just had, like, a fucking white baby, and we're just, like, you know, like, I don't yeah, know. those weird, like, Weird ass, and weird twins and shit. Blue-eyed little babies, you know, sh- yeah. weird shit. That's the only way I could see it. If it happened with the... Even that self-foster is, like... <laughs> he would have never... No. Those are not a black man and black woman's child. Maybe he... I don't know, maybe he got... Maybe he picked out a woman and got her pregnant... And just, you know, like, maybe with, like, test tubes or some type of thing. Because I don't think he had sex with her. I don't know. I don't think it was that. I don't think he had sex with her either. I don't think he's... I don't know. There's just, like, a big question mark there when it comes to his sexual orientation and all of that. But there's things about him that were... And, and y'all, I'm thinking about the brown... Michael. Oh yeah, he was a brown big Michael. You're right. With the pelvic thrust, could have gotten it. He was yeah. At a certain point of time, very early on in his career, he could have gotten it. But yeah, there is still. He seemed so stable then. Like what happened? What the fuck happened? Like honestly, like. It's so, it was so drastic in my mind. It maybe just seems it was very just drastic. That, maybe it was the, that experience he went through. Like, what did, what happened? Was it The like Pepsi a, commercial? Yeah. The Pepsi commercial, yeah. He basically, it was like a, a polytechnic thing, you know? Like, you know, we're shooting our fucking fireworks off, Pepsi's lighting up, the oh sign fucking bursts into flames and shit. Catches his hair on fire, his whole scalp's on fire, as curl goes up in flames, deadass, deadass like fall like trips a little bit and falls it's like on camera like they yeah yeah, you can see it on youtube um and i think i think he had to get like a hair transplant and i think that's kind of where it started and it's really sad because it's like clearly he probably got like i think it was like third degree burns like any like Mm -hmm. i remember watching it that that movie that would come on sometimes Mm -hmm. that long long movie easy yeah. But, man, yeah. Yeah. But it, I feel like that's when things, at least in the movie, that's when things kind of started going south after that. It just seems so, like, honestly, just a little too superficial, though, for me to believe it. That's what I always, it never, like, that seems like a light explanation, but. No, I feel like that and maybe just, like, everything with his dad. Like, his dad was, like, his dad obviously, like, kind of. They're all, all the kids are a bit. All, all the kids are a bit. You know? That is the number one brushing it under the rug. He's, no. Mm-mm. Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson fucked all his kids up from the floor up. And, like, we aren't going to dance around that. Joe Jackson ruined the ja- oh, Jackson. Five. How many kids he got? Seven? A toy? No, I'm not, about- I'm not about to embarrass myself and try and name them. Kids. Yeah, I was like, ooh, that's it. It's just too much. It's just, it was, it was too much. Like, he clearly, uh, abused those kids. And they're all fucked up because of it, but, like, 
I don't know. I feel like, oh, this is touchy. This is touchy, but fuck it, I'm gonna say it. What's a mama's name? What is a mama? It's like Jill and what, what's her name? Oh. Michael Jackson's mom. Catherine. Catherine. Catherine Jackson. I feel like at some point we just gotta, like, we give her a lot of, like, credit for our, like, having pretty fucked up family. Like, oh, poor Catherine and this and that. And I'm like, oh, she was pretty complacent while her, her husband was beating the shit out of these kids. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, oof. I know, oof. I know it's wrong. We gotta respect our elders, but, like, nah, nah. bro. You, you sat back and let a lot of shit happen. A lot of shit. And I'm sorry, it's like, Michael's probably that way because of God knows what happened to him. And I don't know. It's just, uh, seems like it got out of control with each and every one of the child, children, child's children. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's I just too like much. They, yeah, their child was definitely traumatic and it explains a lot for yeah. Damn, I never knew it, but Joe Jackson had, I really hope these aren't colored contacts. Because it was 2005, and he does have a hoop earring. And a just for men mustache. But anyways, green eyes? Green eyes? Is that hereditary? That's not. He's a bit scary looking. He is scary looking. Was that his real face? I I think so. Like, he didn't have any, like, surgery done to it? Wow, he was a former boxer and failed blues musician. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking good. Oh, she was a Jehovah's Witness. I had no idea. Oh, yeah, they they were. The whole family was? Yeah, the whole family was. They didn't celebrate Christmas or birthdays. Wow. An obsession with cleanliness. Turned her children to germaphobes. That's definitely a thing. Like, that's definitely a thing. Oh, yeah. It's like, if you're, if you're, like, really hypercritical about germs, like, it'll make your kids hypercritical about germs. To the point where it's like, ooh. For sure. Wow. Very interesting. Yeah. Wow. Cord of an electric ke- kettle, belt buckle. It can spend hours carrying cinder blocks from one side of the garden to the other. What the fuck? You carry these cinder blocks from one side of the yard to the other. That is some. That's beyond punishment. What the fuck? Oh my god! They couldn't play with other children. Rehearse five hours a day after school. Oh my god. Oof. If they got a dance step wrong, they would have to break a branch off of the tree and have their father hit them with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They got a fucking Oof. traumatic childhood. That's why I'm like, oh, I can just imagine how that, like, messed with his head. Referring to him as Big Nose. That's awful. 
developed a ner- Michael developed a nervous tick of constantly touching and covering his nose with his left hand as if sniffing. That's so interesting. Quincy Jones used to call him smelly. Wow. The fact that he had, like, the fact that he went so far with his nose that he had to wear a prosthesis is, like, wild to me. But, I don't know, besides your appearance, besides the Joe Jacksons of the world, there's a lot of things that can affect your mental health. And that's what we're going to talk about this week. Somber segue. (laughs) But, yeah. Yep. And I feel like now is the best time to bring it up. Mostly because, um... It's daylight savings time, which means it's going to be bright for essentially, like, longer of the day. I don't know. Daylight savings is still so weird to me. I don't know why we, like, do it, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but seasonal depression is usually ends around this time for most people. It kind of is... Let me see. I have a... paper. Okay, yeah, so during late fall and early winter um, is when most cases appear. And after that, it usually kind of fades away within months for most people. But again, it's different for everybody. But I think it was about 50 million people are affected with this. Ooh, that's deep. In the U.S., so yeah, it's a big number. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Do you think you're affected by seasonal depression? honestly don't think so i prefer the darker months honestly what yeah i love the summer but like i like always feel so recharged during the winter it's just like i like dark i like i don't mind it if that makes sense i really don't mind it that's what i'm saying like i don't think i have seasonal depression at least not during these seasons i would say what other seasons would I don't know. I would say closer, like, the summer, I would say I have the most anxiety. Really? I I really don't like the summers. Like, I usually, I don't know, the summers just make me really anxious, and I feel like I should be doing something, but I'm not. And it's, like, been that way for, I would say, ever since I was in school and just have summer vacations, I would be kind of, like, anxious for school to start back. And so, like, even during the summer, just, I don't know, I feel like it's bright outside, the sun's out, I should be out there. I don't really, I don't like the heat. I don't really <laughs> like being outside. So it's just like, oh, I never really enjoy it. So I don't know. It just gives me anxiety. So that's why I think mine is more so during that time. But it doesn't affect me. So I'm not like moody or anything during the summer. But I would just say as far as my anxiety goes. But I don't really think I have seasonal depression. Interesting. Yeah. I'm always, no. Winter is my worst time. Hmm. I know it's coming. So it's kind of like easier. I'm never, uh, I don't know. I just know it's coming. I'm like, ah, here we are. Yeah. Here it comes. The clouds are rolling in. Here comes my cocoon. Um, I don't know. It's just, uh, I love sunlight. Sunlight makes me so happy. I love when I can go outside without a jacket. Like, I get cold as fuck. I hate the cold. It pisses me off. So, no. I love 80, like, I thrive in 80 degree weather. Mm-hmm. Windows down, like, that is. It's everything to me, so. I don't know. I just love sunlight, and I love long days. Uh, it's just so nice. But, like, winter comes, and I'm just, like, I don't know. Like, sunsets and shit, and when it gets all cloudy and shit, and, like, there's no sunsets, I'm just, like, what happened to the day? Oh, it yeah. just ended? We just 
We just no no finale. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Just sun in my eyes all day for no reason. Or darkness all day for no reason. You know, it's like no, I get that. no bullshit. Give me a sunset. Give me something to look at. God knows I don't want to look at the sunrise. Pitiful. But I don't know. I don't know if it really like depresses me. I think some years it just depends. Like it really just depends on like what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, how bad is winter? You know, is it like have I not seen sun in days? Kind of shit. Yeah. So it just depends, but. I can definitely see how it can get you all the way down after a while. Because, like, like, Seattle and stuff like that. Yeah, some places it's, like, rainy. Mm -hmm. Like, the rain really affects people when it, like you said, cloudy all day. Like, sunlight is essential because, like, a treatment for seasonal depression is actually, like, looking into a light box. It's called light therapy. So you look into a light box that mimics, like, sunlight. And it just kind of helps. I don't know what... It turns on in your body, but it just kind of helps with your mood. So, like, when places that are, like, really dreary, like, year-round, I forgot what it's called. I think it's Indiana, maybe, or one of those states where it's, like, rainy. Maybe not Indiana, but uh, I forgot because I really had a friend that was from there. But basically, he told me, like, it was a higher suicide rate because of that. It was, like, rainy most days of the year, cloudy. And so, like, I feel like light does have that effect and you definitely need sunlight so it's good to like open your window when there is sunlight on those days and just kind of take it all in open your window open your window go outside yeah (laughs) open your i mean like go outside (laughs) what is a window gonna do you can't go outside i mean like open your if you're gonna be in your house you can at least open your window some people have a hard time getting out of bed so i'm saying like if you need to take a step in the right direction you can make it baby steps okay no, honestly, like, getting my brothers out of the house, especially, like, I would go over there, and I would, like, just open the window, because, like, they, my brother's room is, like, completely black, like, he has black curtains, black sheets, black everything, and it's just dark, and so, like, he goes through, like, these little mood disorders, and I told my mom, like, he needs to, like, just at least open his window, and so, like, it actually does help, like, when he sees sunlight, like, when I'm over there, he's just, like, it calms him down a bit, so it's, yeah. like, when you entrap yourself in darkness, it just it keeps you in that dark mood so true true that's what i'm saying like open the window but yeah you can go outside too but outside i was about to say you have a deficiency yeah i need more vitamin d that's just because like i get heat rashes i get itchy during the summer that's probably why i hate the summer honestly and truly i get heat rashes i get itchy it's just material start rubbing me the wrong way and it's like my mom's the same way. She's always like, just get this ointment. I'm like, I don't want to do all that. It's gross. But I don't know. Like, I, I can deal with 80 degree weather. It just gets like 99 here. So that's what kills me. <sighs> but yeah, outside's fun. You can just like eat outside, take a walk. Those right. are fun. That's like a mental break. Just, yes. And I'll have to be bombarded by like rain and shit. Yeah, I love walks. So yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't know. know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm more active, so I'm a little more happier. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Outside of seasonal depression, regular depression. Okay, well, do you? Okay, mm-hmm. here's one thing that I've I've been going back and forth about as far as does it affect my mood? Does it affect depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. birth control? Mm-hmm. I stopped taking birth control for probably like two, maybe three months. And then 
I got back on recently, and I was just like, like within the week, I was like, oh no, 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 I haven't felt this way in a while, and like, mm-hmm. on a great day too, I was just like, like just a weird, like, dissatisfaction. And it's like, I'm, like you know, it's like you're just trying to be happy, and you're just like, why can't I get in my groove? And it's like, mm-hmm. it was just really weird. I was like, damn, is this because like. I'm back on birth control. That's crazy. It was so weird. Like, I was not ready. I was just like, okay. You, like, noticed a difference? Yeah, yeah. I really noticed a difference. Like, and if I wasn't, like, mm. if I probably had, like, gone to work that day and just, like, kind of got through my routine, mm-hmm. maybe I wouldn't have noticed it so much. And I think that's the thing is, like, you just get on birth control and it's just, like, you kind of just get used to it. Yeah. You're like, okay, whatever. And then you just, you kind of, and I think that's with depression in general. Like, you kind of just fall into it mm-hmm. before you realize it's but it was pretty pretty immediate i was just like mm. oh. oh no oh mm-mm. i don't like this this is different this is weird i don't like it at all but i don't know my thoughts on birth control that's probably like the main reason why i never i don't know i argue with my mom and my grandma about this daily like they always oh you need to get on birth control but i've always been like super cautious of medications you have to take every day just because like when my dad got sick he was very cautious of medications like half of the reason why he got so sick is because he was on so many different medications like headache medicine taking aspirin a lot different things like that like really messed up his liver so I just like it just scared me so like things that like knowing I have to take a pill every day is like ugh, it just it really does like freak me out but my mom was like oh why don't get why don't you get the shot in your arm and I'm like no, I've heard so many horror stories about the shot. And, like, I don't want something in my body that I can't immediately take out if I notice it's affecting me. So I'm just, like, ugh. Like, as far as birth control goes, like, when I used it, it was, like, condoms. But, ugh, I just couldn't, I don't know. I think the idea of me taking medicine every day would probably affect me more than the actual medication itself. So it's more of, like, a mental thing on my part. That's why I haven't done it. Because I did try birth control for, like, a month. And I was just kind of, like, no, I didn't like it. It was just, like, my body then, at that time, was already, like, off balance. And so I picked a really weird time for me to, like, start trying birth control already. It was more yeah. so, like, I was going to a clinic because I felt off balance. And then they were like, oh, yeah, you should, my grandma was like, get on birth control. So I was like, okay. It was just, like, a weird mix-up. So I didn't really have, like, a fresh experience with it. But I don't know. I just, I've heard of it, like, affecting people in that way, and I've heard people say different things about it, just depending on what kind of medication you're using, too, because I know there's, like, all different kinds. All different There's so kinds. many, yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. But some people love it, that's the thing. Yeah. I heard, I heard it makes, like, some people, like, I don't know, like, they don't have their PMS symptoms. Like, they just kind of mm-hmm. go through their days, and, you know, so I don't know, that's... That's true. That's interesting. It definitely affects you. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that doctors don't put enough effort into, like, figuring out what would be best for you. That's, yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it, just because I think there are some people that's like, yeah, if you want to be on birth control, then yeah, like, you should have that option, but it needs to be a safe option. Yeah, I feel like, it's, you know. with there being so many kinds, I feel like someone should really explain, like, which one works best with your body chemistry, or which one, you know, like, exactly. that's just something they should really, like, talk about, because, like, why is there so many different kinds if I don't need to be taking a specific one? I shouldn't just exactly. have, you know? There's all these different levels of, like, estrogen, progesterone, so it's like, make me a cocktail that fits me, bitch. Like, I'm paying how much 
for this shit anyways. Exactly. Fucking give me the right shit so I don't feel like a, you know, a mess. Yeah, when it comes to hormones, that's something that can affect you tremendously. Oh, like, yeah. My mom tells me all the time I need oh, to take, bitch. like, hormone pills. Because, honestly, when I get close to, like, that time of the month, I do get, I can feel myself, you know, kind of, like, slipping into, I don't know what to call it. Just, like, an episode, I an would episode. say. An episode. I would say an episode. I just, like, I'm very emotionally unstable doing that. Oh, my goodness. Those two weeks, and it's weird, but... Two weeks? Out yeah. of the month? No. Oh. Ever so often, yeah. Two oh, weeks okay. out of the month. Dang. It's, like, uh, And I can feel it coming. Normally, like, I've been fine, but, like, if I'm already not in a good mood and in a good place, <laughs> it's gonna affect me. But mom was like, oh, yeah, take... You can take, um, like, hormones. I don't know. She's very vague when she gives me advice. But she was like... <laughs> hormones something and I was like okay whatever but yeah hormones can just put you all kinds of places but I don't know if I would were you asking if you would consider that to be like depression or those oh yeah I would consider whatever causes your depression it's depression but like just wonder if you've ever experienced it or oh yeah not in this yeah not in the sense of birth control but hmm definitely will and throw you the fuck off. Yeah. Mm. No, I would say... No, okay, so when I was younger, I actually went to see, like, a therapist. Maybe... <clears throat> this is, like, right before I went to high school. So, like, summer, right before high school. So I was, like, maybe 15. And it was, like, right after my grandpa had passed and I moved to my dad's house and they were just thinking I was just really to myself like as a child I I was I don't know I didn't go outside I didn't really like interact with my family much I wouldn't like be downstairs and just like hanging out just be in my room especially like at this point I just moved to my um, dad's house which is a really weird transition and so I went to see this therapist and it was weird it was like with this white woman I wasn't really comfortable talking to her um she let me make bracelets, though. So I would, like, make bracelets, like, as I talked to her. And so I wouldn't talk to her at all, right? But um, basically, my parents took me there because they thought I was depressed because I was just, like, to myself a lot. But basically, she told them, she's like, oh, well, she just needs a hobby. And that's what, that's literally, like, what, <laughs> I don't know, like, what else, but, like, the sum of that, because I stopped seeing her after, like, a few sessions because I really wouldn't talk to her. I didn't, it was just, she was just not welcoming at all. Like, she was very, like, like a teacher and she was yeah. just very like uh I don't know she didn't it wasn't a relaxed zone at all it was just awful but yeah so they just she they, she told my parents that I needed a hobby so I joined like what like the dance team in high school and that helped a lot so like I I feel like if I was depressed during that time like me getting out and doing that if not I wouldn't say like fixed it but it really took my mind off the fact that I had so much going on because I was kind of like really sad during that time. My grandpa was really close to me, but mm-hmm. um, having a hobby, at least during that point, I would say kind of helped. But um, I feel like when you get older and you feel you start feeling depressed and stuff like that, it's a lot harder to take your mind off of it, which is like, oh, a hobby or oh, let me do this because it's like kind of always in the back of your head, in, like in a sense, at least because you're so more aware of your thoughts and yourself. Yeah. when you're older so it's different i would say that's true you know yeah 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 i don't think as a child i ever experienced too much depression or anything mm-hmm. actually 
it wasn't no definitely anxiety definitely first time I felt anxiety was when I moved schools and like mm-hmm. but I don't think I, even then it was hard for me to like realize I was just like every night when I com- came home at the same time I would just get like all nervous for the next day and shit and then like oh, yeah. it would just be like I just didn't get it at the same time I just thought it was kind of like normal because it yeah. just became normal but I remember after I like made friends and stuff it wasn't it wasn't there like I wasn't all that worried and shit and like it was just sometimes you as a kid if you can't identify it you just kind of go with you it you just go with it because it's like it's not because you don't want to talk to anybody about it but it's like you just kind of get so used to it and it just yeah. becomes part of like you, as a kid you have such a routine or at least maybe when I was a kid I had such a routine it yeah. was easy to like fall into that routine and yeah. just think like this is normal you deal with it everyday stuff mm-hmm. and it's like how do you talk about how do you bring that up to someone like oh like I just feel this way and it's kind of just like oh I don't know I feel like as a kid you're not so hurried when it comes to your feelings yeah you know? I know it's just kind of like I remember when I would come home sad or upset or anything like that my parents would just be like oh are you getting bullied that was like the first <laughs> thing of it and I was like no I mean as long as no one else is fucking with you yeah that was like the first thing I mean like people would make fun of me it wasn't like to the point of like I was getting hit or anything like that but that wasn't even like what would bother me so I was just kind of like I don't know, I just feel like they weren't addressing the full thing, and if I did talk, it was just uncomfortable for me. I was like, no, yeah. y'all, y'all wouldn't get it, so, especially yeah. as a kid, and I was just kind of like, oh, this is just what it's like, and I just kind of mm-hmm. went day by day with it, but, yeah, I would definitely say I fell into a routine. It was just kind of like normal feelings, like, oh, yeah, school, this is how I feel about school, like, ugh, and then yeah. <laughs> that's it, and on the weekends, I would be fine. <laughs> yep, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, weekends, I'd be fine. Yeah. But, okay. yeah, it is weird, because as a kid, it's like, how you feel really only matters is if you're like are you surviving <laughs> are you making the grades you need to be making are you are you bleeding is kind of the thing when yeah. it comes to are you okay mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like if i'm not bleeding i really wouldn't say much yeah <laughs> i was like if I, no one's really doing anything like that to yeah i mean like i don't have a big story to tell you so i, mm-hmm. I didn't i just didn't tell me anything at all That's, yeah someone would have to either be doing something to me or mm-hmm. something would have had to happen to me for me to be like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling a certain way. Like, no, <laughs> no. Someone had, like, someone stealing from me. Exactly. Feel, yeah. Mm. Big shit. I don't know. As a kid, it's like you are, like, a part of a family. So it's like, you you know, you got to bring the, you got to bring it when it comes to problems at times. Like, if you're going to have yes. a fucking problem, it better be Maybe a vocal real problem. About it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's hear it. That's yeah, you got to have evidence, proof, reasoning. <laughs> you got to come correct. So... Yeah, feeling in a way, it's kind of weird to just speak up as a kid, but mm-hmm. I don't know, in college it became a little easier for me to like be like, hey, y'all, this is what's up. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling myself. Not, I'm not, not, no, 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 let me rephrase that. I'm always feeling myself, <laughs> but I was not feeling like myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know, With even now, oh, when it comes to my mom, I cannot really talk, she... <laughs> She can. She thinks that she can sense things before me and my grandma. My grandma's really good at this. Like they'll know how I am before I even know how I am. Type shit. Like when I like when I went down there previous maybe last weekend. I heard them on the phone the next day. My grandma was like, "Oh, Alicia, she just looks so sad." And then they, my mom like talks to me. She's like, "Alicia, if you're sad, I know." I'm like, "Oh my god!" It's like she just confronts me in the most awkward way, and I'm just like, "Okay, this is not." how you do this and I'm like oh, okay I'm usually fine but I'm like okay I look this way maybe sad for a moment but I'm not just like genuinely I don't know they think that sh- 
most extreme case scenario <laughs> at all times. So I just, I can't tell them the smallest thing. But I don't know. I got more open as far as um, letting them know when it's like, when it gets to a point where it's bad, it's like, no, I'm telling them. It's like, no, this is how I feel. I've been very vocal about my feelings over the past three years, especially with my mom. I'm just had to be upfront. But it helps a lot too because it's like they can kind of see where you're coming from now at least that you're older mm-hmm. they don't take it in one ear and let it go out the other yeah mm-hmm. I don't know there's still some things like I'd rather not <laughs> I'm like uh, I'm not gonna talk to y'all about this this yeah. might be too much this isn't y'all's wheelhouse and that's fine but I don't know. I don't feel like my anxiety or my depression hinges too much on my parents knowing what's up. It's more about just, like, not even someone knowing what's up. As long as, like, I kind of know what's up. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm good. Um, But sometimes when it does get, like, out of control, I can see myself, you know, okay, I need someone Mm -hmm. to hear me. And I think that's a lot of what depression is. It's like, oh, I've read something that was, like, loneliness isn't like the lack of seeing people or like being friends or like having friends or having people around you it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with it it's like won't like you start feeling lonely when you feel like you haven't had somebody to like properly share ideas and like mm-hmm. someone to understand you mm-hmm. that's when you start to feel lonely like if you feel like you're completely misunderstood all the time mm-hmm. you will eventually start to feel lonely yeah and like that can cause depression because it's like you feel like you just like fuck I cannot relate and like I know we say it like cute like can't relate but like eventually (laughs) if you cannot relate like you will feel like an outsider you will feel alone and and so it's always important to just make sure you're like having meaningful conversations with people and like not just um hitting the surface all the time because it's like that's how you feel alive that's how you feel better it's how you feel human it's how you validate um yourself so I don't know someone looks a little down they might be a little lonely hear them see what they want to talk about yeah even so i would say therapy is a great option um oh yeah now i'm actually gonna go see a therapist on wednesday so i'm gonna start going like twice a month now yeah i'm like super actually really nervous about it like the idea of me opening up to somebody is right this is exciting i'm like okay but we'll see how it goes but just for that reason just because i feel like sometimes Certain things are super heavy, and you just, I don't necessarily like putting my burdens on, I don't, they're not burdens, I don't necessarily like just opening up, oversharing of people, just because like, I don't know, people, everybody's going through what they're going through, yeah. and I don't want someone else having to worry about what I'm going through, because it's like, I, for the mm-hmm. most part, I have it situated, and it's like, I can, if I need to talk to somebody, let it be, I don't know, it needs to be, I guess, mm, I'd rather get something out of it as far as that yeah it just cause a burden onto somebody else than making some like worry i, I don't know that. that's how i feel so that's why i'm gonna go that talk to sense. somebody i feel like that would kind of help relieve that in a sense just because mm, that's know. good i'm, I'm, I'm proud this is exciting that's yeah. good but that's yeah so but that's speaking good. of that like finding therapy i thought it was gonna be super expensive but there's actually some pretty like affordable places as far as that goes i found a black woman just because i felt more comfortable talking to a black woman and that's something you can google they have this thing called psychology today mm-hmm. and then, like you put in a zip code and you can just like find black ethnic whatever kind of filters you want mm-hmm. of like therapists counselors psychologists 
to talk to in the area and they have like their price range how they practice on the website so i thought that was pretty cool nice. i thought it'd be way more intimidating finding <laughs> but it's not so yeah it's great that's something that is always an option for everyone definitely if you can like afford it i know it's yeah check your healthcare provider because i know when i first logged on with like my health insurance it's not just like oh here's doctors in your area and you just search it's mm-hmm. it's literally do you need a medical professional mm-hmm. or do you need a mental health professional like mm-hmm. that's that's the first thing you see when you pop up so just check your website like if you have health insurance um take advantage because more and more people are covering it mm-hmm. more and more um providers uh, want you to have really good mental health and as far as uh, employers too so ask your hr about it because you'd be surprised honestly um, yeah and nonprofits, they have usually people have to get their hours they do like internships and nonprofits, yeah, yeah. and that's how it's they make it super affordable normally mm-hmm. like like a $50 copay $100 copay just depending on I know most nonprofits go on based on income so mm-hmm. that's really good so if you can only afford so much they usually work with you so yeah. and there's some really good counselors I know mm-hmm. I had a counselor at a certain point rough patch and they they handled it mm-hmm. so um people who are getting their education in that field they usually already even have a master's yeah um and just need a little more credit and time and um yeah as far as getting experience they um they can be really good consistent help for you and you can for help sure. them too um by sharing your unique stories so um i don't know just don't count out counseling and free services provided by schools organizations churches um definitely i think another thing we need to popularize something um that i don't know i just realized like my uh my mom she's lost a lot of people this past i don't know a couple years or so Mm -hmm. and like i don't know i just kind of like hit me one day i was like